What's up, what's up, my little peeps? Glad you tuned in. So today's episode is going to be a new topic. I never talked about NFTs before. That's something relatively new in the crypto space and a little bit different than blockchain technology. I'll explain more in the second segment. But what I'll be going over is what exactly are NFTs? What does it mean? What does it stand for? How do they work? And is it a bubble? Story time? Oh, man. I'm going to make it a approximation. And it's going to be quite vulnerable. Let people know what what I did to hurt my friends and family's feelings. So if you want to know know about that, stay tuned in for story time. And yeah, let's get on with the show. What's up, my crypto junkies? Glad to be back in today. So what does NFT stand for? Well, it stands for non-fungible token. It is the original digital image ownership and people have been making millions of dollars off this in economics a fungible token asset is something with units that can be readily interchange like money with money you can swap a $10 note for two $5 notes and it will have the same value however if something is non-fungible this is impossible and it makes and it means it has a unique properties so that it cannot be interchanged with something else. Look at look at the Mona Lisa, for example. Okay. That's a one-of-a-kind painting. No one can duplicate it. Now, you can buy a copy, a printed copy of it, but nothing, the original painting is valued more than the the copy of it. Oh, by the way, I heard if you blow a kiss at the Mona Lisa, that, that will make her smile. So if you ever see her, try it out. 
Okay, that's enough of my shenanigans. Let's get back to it. You can take a photo of a painting or buy a print, but there will only ever be one original painting. NFTs are one of a kind asset in a digital world. Let me know if this is making sense. Write in the reviews. Okay. Now that we established what are NFTs, how do they work? With non-fungible tokens, artwork can be tokenized to create a digital certificate of ownership that can be bought or sold. As with cryptos, a record of who owns what is stored on a shared ledger known as a blockchain. The ledger is maintained by thousands of computers around the world. NFTs can also contain smart contracts. So that's kind of like the logistics of the way the product works. And if you want to do a little bit more due diligence, I'll leave some links of articles explaining it more into detail. Are they a bubble? In my opinion, Yes, they are. But after it pops, we can still make money off of it. Look at it like this. What happened to the internet stocks in the 90s? They went up really high and then all of a sudden, boom, crashed. Literally, people were jumping off buildings because they put down their life savings and they thought they were going to be rich. They didn't realize that what goes up must come down. Okay? It has to it has to normalize. It has to in the right terms be corrected. Okay? The market correction. But if you believe in the project, if you truly have faith in what NFTs can do, you can still make money off of it. People that lost a bunch of money in the stock market with the internet. Let's just say, I'll give you an example, Jeff Bezos. He was smart enough to realize like, oh, I could still make money no matter if the market crashes or not. People are still going to buy books off my website. 
And look what happened. He became one of the richest men in the world for a while. And then got replaced by Elon Musk because Elon was on much, much bigger adventures, especially with making space travel available to regular citizens. Like, you didn't have to be in NASA. You could just, if you have the money, you can do it, right? If you have the whatever experience that you needed to fly a rocket ship or to be in a rocket ship with no military experience, well, I'm pretty sure you have to have some kind of experience, but, like, Without the requirements that NASA requires for their astronauts to go into space, he made it really accessible for the average human being to do it, in my opinion. I mean, you could let me know if I'm wrong about that in the reviews, but there it goes. We'll leave it as that. So, hopefully. This short segment will help you understand NFTs a little bit better. And there's YouTube videos upon YouTube videos upon YouTube videos on what they exactly are and how they work. And there's a bunch of articles. I mean, the internet is filled with it. So have a filled day. Make, make it a day of just researching it. And... Share the information with other people that I may have left out that is crucial to know. I'm just trying to simplify things and make it real quick and understandable. But if you want to really know the depths, then you should be doing the research on your own. I'm just here to give you like a little taste, like a little piece of salt, make you thirsty for more. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Stick around for story time. If you feel like this helped you with your crypto and blockchain and NFTs journeys, share this on your social media. Have a great day or night wherever you're listening from, Will. Oh, quick thing too. Thank you so much for my fans supporting me and making this possible. I couldn't do it without you, with all the listeners and, and comments that have been left. Definitely, oh, and the reviews definitely helped my podcast channel grow. And pretty soon, mark my words, pretty soon I'll be on stage popping some Dom Perignon talking about cryptos. So take it easy. What's up, my little peeps? I'm glad you all tuned back in. So I'm going to be giving five tips on how to repair your relationship with your friends or family. Now, granted, there might be some friction that's unrepairable. The bridge has already been burnt down and you can't build another one. 
and I understand that. So without further ado, let's get started. You have to be willing to talk it out. The only way to fix what went wrong is by letting them say everything that makes them mad. Try to understand why they feel that way. Number two. Ask what you can do. Be patient and stay loving. Even if they don't want to respond to you, at least you gave the initiative. Number three, probably one of my favorites. So, be willing to admit that you're wrong, okay? Here's a little personal thing that happened in my life, one with a friend and one with a family member. So, I tried dating my friend's crush and he never admitted it but deep down inside I knew it hurt his feelings I'm pretty sure he felt betrayal and just like why would you go after a girl that I liked and I'm going to tell you the reason why I did it I was just just like, well, if he's not going to pursue her, I might as well do it, right? So, and then that kind of like tarnished the relationship a little bit. We still talk, you know, but it's not like our friendship is not as strong as it once was. So, hopefully, he grows enough huevos to, uh, to ask her out, you know what I mean? But who knows, who knows? Someone else is gonna snatch her up from him if he doesn't go after what he really wants. And just a quick tip, don't be scared to to pursue something that you truly want even though it scares you and it may like even if it doesn't work out and it may damage your relationship just try anyways be willing to take risks because you never know what will happen it could be good it could be bad but at least you tried at least you'll know in your head that I gave it my solid effort now with the family member oh man this one's gonna hurt a little bit but it has to be said. I have to let this out of my chest. 
So, I was dating a girl, right? And she, my ex, ended up punching my sister in the face. And ever since then, like, that really, that really hurt my sister's feelings. That I, like, her own brother didn't defend her. And I've tried respond. I tried apologizing, and she's like, "You already have. You don't need to keep repeating yourself." But I just felt like it wasn't good enough, and I didn't know what to do to repair that relationship. And someone gave me a letter that she wrote, and she mentioned in the letter that I was really mean to her, and that I wasn't there for her. And that's true. I wish, I really wish I was a better brother to her when I was younger. When my sister really needed me, I wish I took her side instead of my ex. Because guess what? My ex and I, we're not even together anymore. So it doesn't even matter. But my family, we're blood. Blood is thicker than water. So... If you have a relationship with somebody and it's affecting your family's relationship, if they're not getting along, then you need to you need to possibly look into dating somebody else or take a break from the dating scene and reevaluate your priorities because your family should be your priority. Even if you're not close to them, Try to make an effort and try to figure out ways to make it up to them. All right. So now you know. Here we go with number four. Give it time. They say, they say time heals all. And it may take longer than others. But just be patient. Let them face what they need to face. And, and think about what you're trying to do. Number five, try your best. If possible, live at peace if it's in your control. That's it, you did everything you can, you followed all the steps. And if it's still that does not work, find peace within yourself. So that's about it. I'm glad y'all tuned in for that. Make sure you, you reunite with whoever it is that you hurt. Share this 
with your friends or family. Put it on your social media. If you feel this way and you just can't say it, I'll say it for you. They are really trying and you honestly don't know how they feel. It may not look like it or seem, but deep down inside, they truly do love you. Okay? So be willing to forgive. Even though you may not forget. It's better to repair the relationship than to leave this world without trying nothing at all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll catch you in the next show.